This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And um, the uh, Weary Traveler has returned, our founder, Rocky Fleming, from the Fan the Flame Tour. For yeah, Thank you very much. It's good to be back. We're on, uh, this was leg three, is that right, of yeah. the tour? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, so... Um, we uh, we don't have a specific topic, although we have a feeling there'll be a, there'll be a theme, hopefully. But, we better uh, we better explain that. Yeah, because yeah. when we go into these things, we are so seeking, you know, what God may want to say not only to us but through us to somebody's listening. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, we hear somebody say, "That was for me," mm-hmm. and we welcome you to tell us that. <laughs> but uh, we we have to be a little bit flexible and fluid. To be able to uh, respond to the Lord that way. Now we'll start on maybe one thing here that would indicate uh, what we think we're supposed to go. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it might go somewhere else, huh? Well, I'm I'm just thinking about your tour, and I'm thinking about you going out to go be with the people and mm-hmm. to encourage the people, and also to be an eyewitness of what God's doing, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think you and I are in a very unique position. We hear all the reports and the stories, and the, right. and they're amazing. We love them, and we never want to keep them to ourselves. We want to share them with everybody else because our listeners out here, they may they probably just know what's going on in their journey group or their region. And right. so we like to be eyewitnesses, I think, in sharing God's goodness, His yeah. glory. Tell with, their story. Yeah, yeah, because we're just seeing it. We're seeing all these things, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times they don't think anything's going on outside of their region, but it's it's happening all over the place. So, so let's talk about uh, at least the most recent trip here. You you journeyed up to Columbus, Ohio, right? And that's an area where Mike Stanley right. uh, found us. He was a coach and a and a loved men's ministry mm-hmm. and 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 poured into men and youth and uh, found us through. I think it was through Pete McKenzie's book, The Man Code or something, and then and, and was searching and ended up uh, reaching Les Piercy and Les said, you need to talk to the global office. And then Mike went through my virtual journey group and brought a couple guys with him. And man, they've just exploded over there wow. since then. So we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, and then you went over up on up into Michigan mm-hmm. where you were with Mike and Angie Malik. So, right. uh, so I guess we'll start in Columbus. And I know you're going to write about some of this, but, yeah, but let's I just am, talk but, about You know, it. writing in a blog is, is rather limited because you only got about a page and a half you can do or, or people get bored and they won't read anymore. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> but uh, I want to try to give uh, snapshots of it and, and the people and introduce them. Um, and I and I, I really can't really give it the service it needs uh, to 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 say how how amazing uh, the the work that I'm seeing happening using the journey in different regions uh, of the country and and I have to tell you I'm a I'm a Mississippian and and a Southerner through and through. And we get kind of, you know, that's our world and nothing else matters, right? And you, you get kind of uh, focused on yourself and your world and what you do, and everything revolves around that until you start seeing there's more to the world. Mm-hmm. 
and there are more uh, there's there's more goodness out there than we recognize. I mean, we kind of think that we have uh, we've you know we've coined the market on hospitality and warmth and all that, but and and I think the stigma that up north they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm here to tell you that's wrong. Mm. I had some of the most we Sally and I had some of the most courteous, kind people that we ran into that were not even journey people. Mm. I'm just talking about people in areas there that show shows me that there's some good people out there. Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm telling you what, there's some beautiful land too. There's beautiful farmlands in uh, Indiana and Ohio and up into Michigan, uh, wonderfully cultivated, beautiful big barns. And you, you can tell that a lot of them were probably Amish. Mm. A lot of them were German inspired because they had the, you know, the, the round roofs, mm-hmm. old. Surprised by Lake Michigan, uh, I had no idea that it had, the water is tap water clear. Mm. I would think it'd probably be murky or whatever, but it's not. It's very clear, mm. clean. And uh, and so, you know, uh, just seeing the, the beauty of the, the forest, the trees, the, the, the cultivation, people that are at work, those that are producing food, those that are producing so many good things that we tend toward forgetting in this great country that we live in. And so it's been a blessing to us just to be able to get outside of our, quote, little world that we live in and be able to get out there and see what we've been missing all these years. And I suggest it would be a good idea for anybody to do that if they can, Mm -hmm. to get exposed to different uh, areas of this country and even different cultures. Because, you know, as we've gone to Brazil and Egypt and Central America, uh, we've been exposed to different cultures, but we have found something in common with the Christians there. Yeah, uh, there's a there is that blood of Jesus that connects us, and so you know the the point being is is that 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 is kind of a dual purpose that Sally and I have had here, and that is okay at this downhill part of our life, <laughs> going toward the finish is that there's so much that we haven't seen that we would love to see, but I could never justify it just going out and seeing it. It had to be somehow, it had to be dual purpose. Yeah. It had to be part of the ministry that we are trying to support from here. Because uh, do not doubt at all that we know that our heroes in this ministry are those guys out there Mm. and those champions, the ones that are building those groups those groups and taking the material that God inspired to people around them and making disciples and how it's impacting their cities, their churches, their schools, their regions. And we're seeing that, Brian. Uh, And this three legs that I've gone on so far, which went into Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, and then down into Texas, and then Ohio and Michigan, have shown me that 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 which began here over 20 years ago is now alive and well out there. Mm-hmm. It's their deal, what they're doing with making disciples. And that's what encourages me. They're not dependent on us. Right. 
this is not a, a management style ministry here. Yeah. It's an enabling ministry. Our mission is to enable discipleship mm -hmm. where they know how to, how to use the material and we fan their flame and, and choke in their dust, right? <laughs> well, and I'm thinking about, you told me when you first like wrote the Gabe story and all that, that, you know, these are very Southern type stories that you've written, you know, the characters are kind of Southern yeah. and you kind of thought it would just be a regional, it would just have regional application maybe, that yeah. it would just appeal to businessmen in the South or something like that. And you were surprised even when it went to California, mm -hmm. uh, when, when it got, received there very well and so you're seeing it. and I, isn't it because it's not about the stories as much as it's about the gospel or about the, the god's word i believe so brian you know i've again I've, I've tried to say be very clear about this is that is that since it is making the impact it's making that it has to be the lord did it not me mm -hmm. and I, I do believe that i i heard him I do believe that he gave me uh, the visioning to be able to envision the characters in the storyline, but is always connected to the gospel, mm -hmm. indirectly or directly. It's always it tells the story of the gospel. Right. And everything we do tells the story of the gospel, and the gospel includes big time, not only coming to know Jesus but walking with Him. Yeah. The abiding, that the abiding peace. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, and so that uh, that is that is where I would say that that we're we're doing it right because we're we're, we're doing that which he he said do he said go make disciples, teach them all I've commanded you, and all we're doing is doing that. We're just teaching him people that which he's shown us. Yeah, we're just messengers, but seeing them grab it now, seeing them use it, and and the other thing is you know when I wrote. Gabe, it's 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. We didn't have all the turmoil that we have right now. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I saw Gabe not as a, a black man, per se, even though he is a black man. I saw him as a godly man. Yeah. Who just happened to be black. Mm -hmm. It could have been anything. It could have been any, any race. Yeah. Uh, and I hope that people would see it that way. It's not to be a racial deal. It's to be an example of someone who you would think could not be really influential in the world mm. because of his economic standards or because of his isolation or because of his age or a lot of reasons people say that I, I could never be an influential person toward Christ, mm. helping people know Christ. And... Uh, and that book was, and that's the character was written to say, oh, but yes, you can. Mm -hmm. Because it's about walking with Jesus. And, uh, but now in this turbulent racial times, he's become quite a hero mm -hmm. uh, to people. And to, to start thinking a little bit toward the racial thing mm -hmm. about the wisdom that can come, the reconciliations because Gabe was a, a, a master reconciler. And he didn't let his prejudice get in the way. He forfeited those things. Mm. And he wouldn't let other people draw him into theirs. And that's where I think our story is. We're not going to be drawn into those. Mm -hmm. That's not our mission. Our mission is help people walk with Jesus. Yeah. Well, and I think that's what 
when when people start finding the intimate relationship with Christ, that's when it starts changing things. And I think that's that's what everybody is grabbing hold of. I mm-hmm. think the stories draw people in and because it paints a picture of, of what the life could look like. I think that's why we're doing the movie too. It's like mm-hmm. to paint a picture for people of what the what an abiding life could look like. Yeah. And hopefully they'll see that that's not unattainable for them. It's not just reserved for the the, the pastors or the elite to you know it's for it's for all of us. That's the word that I was thinking when you said uh, unobtainable and that is it is attainable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it is attainable. And I think it's and I think it's something that people have seen is selective or elusive or just for a few people. Right. The the mystics. Mm-hmm. But no, 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 no. It's it's meant for every believer. Mm hmm. Jesus' admonition to abide in him uh, is for every believer, not just for the disciples, because he told them when he gave them the Great Commission, teach them what I taught you. Mm-hmm. And the last thing he taught them was, you got to abide in me if you're going to bear fruit. So point being is that it's, it's, it's been out there for over 2,000 years. It just has been overlooked. Yeah. And since it's been overlooked, people have missed out on that which they thought was unattainable, unobtainable. Right. That's and right. that is an intimate, intimate relationship with Jesus. Yeah. yeah. But now they're seeing that he's made that possible for them. Yeah. Well, and, and amazing things start happening whenever somebody starts having that walk, you know, and that the Bible tells stories and acts about all mm-hmm. the great things. And I, I think the Bible still being written in a sense, you know, I mean, we're, the stories that we're, you're seeing, it's like God's continuing to live it out through other believers today, Absolutely. Not, not just 2,000 years ago. Well, it's the organism, right? Right. It's, it's the living organism. Christ is alive. He's alive in us, and he's living his life through us. We're just shells. Mm-hmm. We're temples. The, the Holy Spirit dwells within us, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, the, the you know, the point of this is that what, what we're seeing and I'm seeing is that I'm hearing people uh, saying to me the same things from Texas to Alabama to Michigan is that they have never known Jesus like they know him now. Mm, mm. That's right. And they're and they're saying what has been given to me has changed my life mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. It's healed my marriage. It's it's I've reconciled with my family. I mean, on and on and on we hear story upon story about story about what you're talking about, and that's that fruit that comes from that relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Well, tell tell me what you saw in Columbus. What impressions came away from Columbus? And then I want to talk about Michigan too. But well, Mike Stanley is a a, a man magnet. He he just knows men. Yeah. He was a college football coach and wrestling coach, so high school and college, and then he uh, he. Uh, left and he became successful in business. He owned a couple of McDonald franchises. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then, I, I, I don't know the storyline there, but I'm sure he sold it and retired. And and he has been involved with men's ministry in different different uh, venues for years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by his own admission, he hadn't found anything that would really give the traction. Uh, that he was looking for until he came to the journey. Mm. And then he saw the tight focus it, it had on abiding and, and how it was uh, laid out in such a way that it unpacks that people can grasp it and then reproduce it. And, 
and he found what he was looking for. Mm. And uh, his uh, lovely wife, Cheryl Lynn, is, is right there beside him and, uh, and personable, mm -hmm. fun person. And, uh, and, but I saw him, uh, you know, standing in front of a large group of people that they gathered uh, that Friday night that, that I spoke to them. And, um, and they just see the enthusiasm with them. Uh, you had some men that came from Uniontown, Pennsylvania, which was three hours away. You had people that came from Indianapolis, which was several hours away. And, and these are people that have gone through his journey groups, mm. I assume Zooms, mm -hmm. but, uh, but over in Uniontown, they're starting their own mm. uh, over there. So we're seeing the organism as we, as we see it comes through relationships, person on person. It spreads out from relationships. And it's just like a, a virus. You know, it's infecting other people. Mm. Well, and, uh, Tim Montgomery and Gary Webb were in that oh, first yeah. group. Oh, yeah. I love those guys. Tim and, is really a great guy. Yeah. And, and Gary. And yeah, I uh, uh, had some a little bit extra time with Tim. He's quite a fella. Yeah. I mean, he is... He's, I mean, I won't tell his personal story because he might not give me permission to do it. But he had to carry a burden early. Mm. And uh, with uh, his precious wife and his children. And uh, and he just is, he's been steady as a, as a rock. Mm -hmm. and, he's, and he's just that kind of guy. Yeah. Straight era. You get that impression? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. He... Uh, man, a few words, but uh, deep, very deep guy, yeah, for sure. Good. Yeah. And integrity, too. There's one guy that I was wanting to ask him about because he had told me that he was going to be. Well, I won't get into that either, but it was <laughs> uh, there's a story behind it. And, and I asked him, I said, uh, tell me about so-and-so. Uh, what was he talking about? He said he was real quiet, insane thing. And I said, you don't want to talk about it, do you? He said, <laughs> I better not. And I said, <laughs> I respect that. Yeah, yeah. I respect that. How easy it is to get into gossip. Mm -hmm. And 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 to me, that was a, a mark of great maturity. Mm. Not with me, but with him. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was only three years ago, I think, that those first three guys went through the journey, and they have really replicated it a lot. I mean, but, I think the next year, I think there were five groups, and I, I mean, they're just really going. they got several hundred people now that's yeah. gone through it. Yeah, in a short amount of time. Women and women. Uh, now, you led them through the journey, didn't you? Yeah, it was, it was in the virtual group, yeah, you know, yeah. and it was, uh, it was year two of the mm -hmm. virtual when we started it in uh, – 19 that went into COVID year. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we, we didn't even know COVID was coming, you know. Your Zoom groups have reproduced a lot. <laughs> it's been it's been awesome to see and and it allows us to what we what happened is what we hope would happen. Guys would go through it virtually, but then they'd bring it live to mm -hmm. their hometowns. Yeah, it's seating. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's right. And it was uh, and actually COVID is why we're there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just awesome. So uh, well, I'm glad you got to spend time with them. I've been there a few times and I, I've loved it every time I've been there. So mm -hmm. so uh, so tell me a little bit about Michigan. Well, what, what happened there? That's the place you need to go. OK. Well, Mike, Mike and Angie are just very special people. And Angie was on staff with us for a short mm -hmm. while. Yeah. In an administrative capacity and basically semi-volunteers mm -hmm. because she wanted to 
help the ministry and investor skills. And she's highly skilled, by the way, oh, yeah. administratively high up position in American Express. And and Mike is a tool maker, uh, which is when you when you know Mike, you'll understand that he is the right guy for that job because he is he's got an engineer mind. He is so he's got so much energy. Uh, and what he's done there at their place, uh, we we were able to pull our RV up there on their land. They have 35 acres there, and he has a pond that he built, and it's it's the most beautiful pond I've ever seen. I mean, it really was. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, I, ha- I have to show you pictures of it. I don't know if I can describe it, but it was very uh, neat and dressed, and it had uh, rocks around the edges. It had a sandy beach and. And, and then he's, he's built a place out there so they can have their M6s, which is built around a fire pit. And mm. uh, it, 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 it's, a, it's beautiful. I mean, I, I had saved a picture in Pinterest for myself on a fire pit. It turned out he built it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and it's structured around, you know, having, um, having M6s there and various ministry opportunities. Uh, so I... When, when we arrived, I was able to be in his commencement that he was having with his journey group on um, Saturday afternoon. And then Saturday night went to his church where they were having a, a, a gathering or celebration of their of their completing groups of men and women and couples. Mm. And there was a large gathering there. And then on Sunday, we went to their church and the pastor, Craig, is, is a journey brother. And mm. he is all for the journey. He's he just telling us how much it's meant to the to the church and how much Mike and Angie have meant there. Mm. And then uh, then I spoke in their M six on Monday, and there were a little over a hundred men there. Mm. That one, first one of the season. It'll get momentum. Now all of that is basically funded by Mike and Angie. Wow. And uh, but I think God will raise up people that will uh, get catch the vision and be a part of it and. Mm. But being around them is contagious. Uh, we were loved. We just loved. Mm. And uh, like a, a son and daughter with other aging parents. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we delighted in being with them and delighted in watching their uh, spiritual progress, delighted in seeing the favor they had with in their church and the people around them with their pastor. It was just so extremely healthy. Mm. And I, I think both Columbus and and I think temperance I think all of those are radiating out further than just where they are. Mm-hmm. We had people from two hours north that were coming down mm-hmm. uh, to that, and there was a city about a, a, an hour away that the man was commuting uh, back and forth to be in Mike's uh, journey group, mm-hmm. and now he's going to be taking the journey up there yep. to his yep. town. The organism, yeah. Well, and I, I should comment that. Uh, Mike Malik came into the ministry through Michael Stevens, yep. and he was there. I think wasn't he? Was he was there. They're best friends from going way back, uh-huh. growing up together. Yeah. And uh, and Mike Malik has a brother Rob, and right. and so Call Michael Rob. Stevens invited Mike and Rob to come into one of our retreats yeah. before they even even knew what the journey was. Yeah. Just said, "Hey, you ought to meet me at this retreat." And they came. And they're like, "What is this? Who are these people?" Mm-hmm. And uh, then they got very interested in going through the journey and. You know, now here they are all these years later. So. Well, Rob Rob planted a church, uh-huh. and he's a pastor. And Mike had another brother there. And uh, 
And then Michael Stevens flew in from Central Coast, and he had his uncle and father there. Wow. And uh, Michael's such a great guy. He's a contagious. Fellow. Oh, yeah, he is. And he, he basically heads up all those M6s over in Central Coast, and they have about 350 uh, when they when they get. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's a chef. So he's, he's a chef. He, he's a renowned pizza chef, right? Uh -huh. Like a specialty. He can cook anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, he's such a... Uh, just a vibrant fellow and uh, enjoyed being around him. Yeah. And, uh, but he came to be there and it was so good to see him. And I'll see him again in September. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because um, we, we've seen the evolution. It starts with a journey group mm -hmm. and then it goes to a couple few journey groups. And then it just keeps, and a lot of times it's in one church. And the next thing it starts spreading outside of the church. Mm -hmm. And and before you know it, you got, like you said, a few hundred people that are excited about abiding in Christ, right. excited about serving the Lord, however. Mm -hmm. And you start getting a community, right? Like a, it's almost like, to me, it's like the early church or something. Well, you know? spiritual synergy yeah. is what it comes down to. And, and you know, when it, when it really gets uh, uh, working well together is when this, the different spiritual gifts are blended together and they, they're serving a mutual mission to make disciples. Yeah. And, uh, and that's where we see the community begins to grow together and then grow outward with their vision. And, uh, you know, it's another form of the church. Mm -hmm. It's not a church in, in the walls. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's the big C mm -hmm. in action. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what God has invited us to. He's invited us to the big C to, to strengthen the kingdom, to nurture the kingdom. And that includes the little C's, mm -hmm. church, local churches, who would want us there to help them. I mean, yeah. we go, we're invited. And we, we are always going to respond to that. But uh, the, the thing that is so, uh, I think, so encouraging to me is there, there's a movement, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this movement is going to keep going. You know, the key, the key of all of this is always, always about DNA. Yeah. And you got, they just got to keep the DNA. And when I go into Ohio and I go into... Uh, what I saw in Michigan and what I saw in Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi, Texas, I'm seeing DNA. Mm. And I'm seeing reproduction. I'm seeing vibrancy. And uh, and I just feel like if we stay on course that God's going to uh, multiply this thing further than we could ever imagine. Well, and I, I, in our last few minutes, I just wanted to bring up, you know, as far as the movie, you know, we're, we're moving ahead on this mm -hmm. and we're, we're trying to get it in place um, uh, creatively and structurally and all that. But, uh, you know, a movie takes a couple of years to really make. So don't we hope that God's going to keep multiplying this ministry and get us ready for the wave that we hope happens yeah. out of the movie, the response out of the movie where yeah. people want to know more about this abiding relationship with Christ? Well, I hope that we are listening to him and that we're part of a divine orchestration. Right. And that all we're doing is that we are living out what we think he wants us to do. Yeah. I hope that's what we're doing. That's what we're praying for. That's I right. I mean, from day one, Lord, this is not you. Let's end it right now. That's right. Uh, but I do believe this, that I do believe in divine orchestration. Yeah. And I do believe that God works way ahead before we know it. Yeah. He's orchestrating something. He's developing something. 
He's developing people. He's de developing plans. He's developing re receptivity. He's developing wisdom. He's developing experience. He's developing resources. He's doing more than we could ever imagine. All we have to do is make sure we're in it. Yeah. Always in it. That our souls are healthy. That we're hearing him. We're obeying him. And we're in it. Well, and, and this is probably a topic for a whole nother podcast, but don't you think we can kind of check our hearts on that by are we anxious? Are we pushing? Are we driving? Are yeah. we are we trying to make things happen? Because yeah. when that happens, it's like a sure sign that our hands too tightly on the on the steering wheel. It is. You know, it's fear. It's fear driven because we try to control that which we fear and we would control most that we fear most. Yeah. And so if you start seeing people uh, clamp down on things like it's an agenda, yeah, uh, then then I think they're going to be restful of the Lord. You just have to hold things very loose with Him, yeah, and 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 sometimes give it away so He gives it back to you. That's right. Oh yeah, that's right. He does that a lot. Well, He did it with Abraham, <laughs> and his son. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and uh, Bruce Wilkinson wrote a great book called The Dream Giver, and it talks about how he gives us this dream, awakens a dream, and then he, at one point he asks, all right, give me the dream back. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After I've come this far? What do you think that's about? I think I know. I'm going to ask you. What that book's about or no, what? No, about that concept. I think it's got to be he wants to test us to see if it's really, uh, are we on his agenda or are we on our agenda? I mean, are we really trusting him? Are we, yeah. we going to like... Uh, it's got to be his dream for our life because he knows what's best for us. He knows how he wired us to what he made us for. So. Well, there's so we, we only have a, a, just a very small uh, idea about what God wants. Yeah. And when we begin to take control of it, we try to develop it according to that limited idea that we have. Right. And I think God reminds us, no, this is my idea. I can take it away anytime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now... Have you learned that lesson? Yeah, <laughs> I have. Okay, so let's go forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think he's always putting a check. He's going to see, are you, are you going to do this with me, or are you going to take control? You're going to try to make it happen. Is this about some other agenda? Well, you know, he's purifying us. Well, you and I both learn the more that we get out of the way, the more he'll use us. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it's hard to figure that out. It takes some, you know, knocks to figure it out, but uh, yeah. it's the truth. I tell people all the time that discipleship is not achieving; it's surrendering. Yeah, right. It's just a, it's a, just a series, a journey of surrendering ourselves, surrendering ourselves, <laughs> emptying ourselves, emptying our hands, and then we do that. He fills it. He fills us. He fills our hands. He takes us into that which he wants, and we find the greatest fulfillment that we ever thought we'd ever have. That's right. Amen. Well, um, <clears throat> so where, what's the next leg of the journey on, on your Fan the Flame tour? Uh, going to uh, Wichita. Okay. Uh, we're going to have a granddaughter getting married in July, and then we're going to go to Wichita after that. Look forward to seeing Mike Hearn and his people. He's got me busy. <laughs> Meetings on Friday, uh, Friday afternoon uh, or Friday night, Saturday morning. Saturday lunch, Saturday night, and uh, and speaking in uh, his his church on Sunday. <laughs> wow. Well, Missy and I might join you on that one. Mike invited us to come join. Well, come you guys. on. Yeah. So we it's close enough. We can uh -huh. drive up there. I've been wanting to go up there and see. see That'd anyway. be good. I lived in Wichita when I was. Well, I'll let real you little. do some of that talking. Losing my voice. Oh, they don't want to hear me. They want to hear you. Oh yeah, they do. You're the hero. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Rocky.
Well, this has been the Influencers Network podcast. We've been giving you a little update on the Fan the Flame tour and uh, what's been going on. And Rocky will be writing a few blogs about it too, so you'd be looking for those details on our on our daily abide email. We hope you didn't get this. Uh, if you got this uh, podcast another way, uh, be sure you get on our mailing list. The abide uh, email comes out Monday through Friday, and there's always announcements about different things going on in the ministry and how you can get involved. So we're here at this office to support you and as you go make disciples. So uh, anyway, my name is Brian Craig. I'm executive director for Influencers Global Ministries. We're going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you.